Welcome to Brewing the Pot with Em and Mare. We are two stoner moms here to get elevated, spill your tea, share your confessions, and give you very, very unqualified advice based on just our life experiences. We may throw in a little spirit-guided card pull. Who knows? We're here to be fun and just spill all the goss, all the hot goss. But with that said, we have a little disclaimer. Emily? Hi, guys. It's Emily here. So we just want to remind you all, this shit is completely anonymous. And when we say completely anonymous, we mean like we don't know who you are when you write us in unless you specifically say, hey, y'all, this is me. Like, we really don't know. Um, So no need to uh, be like even more. I mean, you can be even as secretive as you need to be because I get it. Even writing it down for yourself can be a little, I get it, I get it. But um, y'all, this is completely anonymous. We want you guys to feel completely vulnerable with us. Um, Trust us. Even if we, you know, you do tell us, we are not going to say absolutely anything. We respect your privacy. We respect your life. And we're honestly here just to, for you guys. We want you guys to be able to reach out to us anytime and let's talk about it. You know, you got some tea to spill. You got some questions, advice, drama, anything, baby. We'll take it. We literally have no boundaries for what we will talk about we will talk about anything and everything right Barry yeah if if you want to be honest about who you are in the submission just because you feel like you need to and you're comfortable with us knowing who you are that's fine but we will not share your identity on this podcast um even if you give little hints as to who you might be we will not share that on the podcast and we have zero judgments for these submissions like we know this is very vulnerable and we may get really like teehee so funny like really silly goofy um submissions but we also get some that are a little heavy and we just want you to know we thank you for feeling comfortable sending these stories to us And we will 100% respect your identity and not share that part of it with anybody else. Um, But unless somebody tells us, hey, this is me, like, we have no idea who sends these submissions. I posted on our Instagram story just kind of showing how it looks when we get them in. And it's like... There's no way for us to know who you are. You don't write your email or anything like that. So it's it's a secret. It's super secret. Like, we like, just wanted yeah. everybody to know that um, because we had a couple people reach out and say that they were really wanting to share, but they were a little bit like, is this actually anonymous? Is my identity going to be a secret? Like, I don't want people to know who I am, but... um. Yeah, so just know it's a secret. This this is the only secret that we will keep, like, is your identity. So just know that. Yes, that's the only secret we will keep unless you <laughs> that you tell us. No, just kidding. But, uh, well, kind of. <laughs> I mean, come on. You know what? I mean, the podcast is brewing the pot. Yeah. So, I mean. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I just want to comment a little bit on what Mary said. Absolutely no judgment. Now, you can literally send us... 
anything you want. Of course, we're going to have our own personal opinion, but that does not mean that we are going to judge you whatsoever for it. We're just touching base on it and we're going to give us our uh, own experiences and opinion on it because that's kind of what we're here for, right? You want to hear our opinions, right? They want to hear our opinions. Yeah, that's why you're listening, right? Exactly, exactly. Our opinions may be a little wonky at times, but... um, (gasps) They may be out there, baby. We got good intentions. I think that's what matters most, right? Yeah, exactly. All right, Mary. So what'd you get into over the past week since we haven't talked? Uh, Weekend, week. (laughs) Oh my God, it's been a week. Well, getting that first episode out was very (laughs) traumatizing. So let's hope that this episode records a little bit... um, nicer for us so that we don't have that trauma (laughs) but um yeah getting the first episode out check we did that hi thank you for coming back and yeah this episode um after I got that episode out I pretty much chilled for the rest of the week um what did we do over the weekend we hit the park uh, I hung out with my witchy friends on Sunday, did a little bit of a spring equinox ritual, which was very fun. Um, but yeah, pretty chill, laid back. You? Girl, I mean, the only thing I can really think of, and we touched base on it a little bit on Snapchat, but I had an issue at my daughter's school that I am not thrilled about and I'm still pissed off about. So I spent my weekend doing research emailing the school's PTA because I, this was, okay, guys, let me just give you a little rundown for my frustration. My daughter goes to school. Now we have about a hundred to 150 car riders in the morning and afternoon. So in the morning through the entrance, you can only enter one way. It is a double yellow line. So that means you have to completely circle around the entire neighborhood to go in the correct way. So they decided that people apparently were causing too much traffic. They were stopping. Mind you, this is a 15 to 20 minute drop off period. And people were complaining that bad that they had to send out police to monitor traffic. And then not only they monitored traffic, which I mean, they didn't even tell us they were doing this. But I tell you that didn't even tell us. Literally, there were like four cop cars. That just randomly at the school and I'm sitting there like, is there a bomb threat? Like, what's going on? And of course, my paranoid ass. I mean, I smoke enough weed. I get fucking freaked out when I see some fucking cops. I don't know about you, but I don't even have to be high. And I'm like, <gasps> like, do I got anything on me? Like, of course I don't. Drop my fucking kids off to school. But like, I'm still mid motherfuck panic thinking that, oh, all right, this is the time I'm getting searched. Like this, my kids are going to see me go to jail. Like, it's literally like mid mid panic. And when I, so I'm literally texting my daughter's special education teacher. I'm texting another parent that works at the school. I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? Why are all these cops here? This makes absolutely no sense. And so eventually we get through dropping them off and I get a text message back and was like, they're finding people um, left and right because they're apparently causing too much traffic. But mind you, they're causing their own traffic, pulling people over on a main road giving them tickets. And also there were three car searches because apparently some people, I mean, I'm not going to say it wasn't unwarranted. They didn't have license plates or someone, one person, at least I know did not have a license plate. So I get it. I mean, 
I get it. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, harp on that. But I mean, it's just the fact that it's out of school. I mean, I understand for like, I okay. And so I was just pissed off because I feel like there's another entrance that we can completely, it's on the neighborhood side. I'm only going to get into a little bit, but basically I think that we should switch it around. We could fit 10 million more cars in the neighborhood rather than people have to idle on the main road. They want us to drive up and down the main road. Just drive up and down and wait for a spot to clear on the main road. They are literally, it's, it's insane. So I, yeah, wrote a very strong, oh, and then the principal sent out an email, literally, oh, it sent me into a spiral. She literally was like, don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do that. You will be fine. Like no solutions, no nothing. Just blaming the parents, like took no responsibility whatsoever. Like, dude, the only reason the cops were here was because the neighborhood was complaining. It's not because y'all did anything. And so she was acting like she was like, you know, like made this thing. Oh, I was, oh, I sent a very, very strong worded email to this principal. I was so mad. I was so mad. But anyway, so that's what happened over my week. If y'all want to hear more about it, I will gladly, gladly read you this woman's email and what I responded. If you want the tea on that, I absolutely will. But let's move on. <laughs> exactly. I don't try. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I know we're inclusive to any and all non-parents, parents, uh, men, everything, trans, we're, we open to everything, baby, but I'm sorry if I talk about my kids and my life because that's all that I literally do all fucking day and I'm very sorry. I'm trying to broaden my uh, life. Um, I'm working on it. I'm working on it, but let's get into some motherfucking tea, Mary. You want to get into it? All right. So we had a submissioner. Ah, I think, okay. I mean, we already previewed it a little bit. So apparently this person did go to high school with us. We have another person um, from high school. Uh, so let's read it. Uh, it says, sometimes I feel secondhand embarrassment from the people I hung out with in middle slash high school. There's some of the people you guys hung out with too. All of us were in separate friend groups, but these specific people kind of tie us all together. Whenever they post on social media what they're doing with their lives, I'm, like, disgusted I was ever friends with them. Some of them because I'm like, what the fuck are you doing with your life? And some of them because they're straight up, all caps, bitches. Who, bitches. <laughs> who really think they have it all together, which, no hate, because I don't have mine together either. But they'll be posting their, <laughs> they'll be posting, like, their shit don't stink and I'm embarrassed for them. Okay, baby, let's right off the bat, right off the bat, feisty, that's it, that's it, that's feisty, all right. I'm like, wow. So, if Barry, if you're okay, I'm just gonna go right in. Um, Let me just say, I mean, high school was a very, very long time ago. If I were to be judged on who I was in high school to the person I am now, I mean, I, I I would have my feelings hurt because I'm not that same person. I'm not even close to that girl. And if y'all knew me, I'm sorry. Um, I mean, I'm still crazy. I'm still wild. I'm still who I am. But the choices that I made, I absolutely would not make as a grown adult. Now, the case of being, I guess, fake or on Facebook and like putting like this pretend life on. I mean, who the fuck doesn't? I'm sorry. If Facebook is the one thing that people are literally the most fake on, because I feel like that's the platform where you think of the mom of two who is like 
boss, like boss warrior, boss babe. You know, I don't know, just somebody who's got their shit together. And so you look at that and you're like, they have this perfect little family, no drama, but baby girl, you have no idea what's going on behind closed doors. I have seen, just like you said, you like the person that wrote in, like they said, like they know what's going on kind of like behind closed doors and like to see them on Facebook or even to see what they're truly doing. I get it. But also, like I said, imagine what you're not seeing. Imagine all the hell that they're going through or imagine that maybe they are their own villain in their life and you're just watching it fold and play out. But also we love that shit. So if you've got more info, please, please send that in so we can talk about it. We want to hear more. <laughs> um, I would love to touch base on more. I mean, kind of give me like what examples, like uh, I would love to like, I'm kind of like being vague right now, but um, anything you got to comment, Mary? I mean, I know I'm trying to read back and trying to see like yeah, specifically just, what she was trying to, I mean, she said some of them because they're straight up bitches who really think they have it all together um, with no hate. I, I don't mean, either. Are these people still in your life? Like, are they bitches to you oh. now? Or are you just taking like who they were from high school and maybe how they acted in high school? But like, if you don't hang out with these people now, it's like, it's hard to judge. Who are you really to judge yeah. on what they're, if they're posting, I don't know what they're posting. It says they post on social media what they're doing with their lives. So, like, what are they doing with their lives that you're disgusted that you were ever friends with them? Like, what can they po That's some personal possibly... shit. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I just, I don't really understand, like, what they could possibly be posting on social media, like, their life and that it offends that you. you yeah how that would disgust you because I can't really I mean I know people that we graduated with that maybe still live with their parents and maybe they like party a lot and it's like okay well who am I to judge like just because I did xyz at such a young age and I mean, you know, who am I to judge if some people might still be just, like, in the party stage of their life? And if yeah. that's how they want to be living their life, like, go off. You have a lot of life to live. Like, we are, we are very young. Like, at this point, yeah, I mean... But people also... They're not hurting themselves, and they aren't hurting people around them. Whatever they post on social media, that's their business to post. And if they're not hurting me and by doing whatever they're doing, like, I don't know. I just, that word, like, disgusted. That's a strong word. I, I'd, I'd be very interested for you <laughs> to write back in and please inform us what these posts are. Yeah, they, yeah, so exactly. And kind of, cause this is a little bit vague. Like this post was a little bit vague. Um, but yeah. Give us Whoever those you are, I don't know. It, I'm assuming a woman maybe, but I was friends with dudes too. So this could be a dude, but. <laughs> Whoever you are, maybe just mute these people. Don't yeah. don't look at their shit, you know? Mute them. You don't have to unfollow them. Just mute them. Don't look at them. You focus on you, boo. You, boo. And also, I personally have unfollowed people just because of how jealous I am. 
of their lives because how perfect it looks on the outside and it makes me feel bad about myself and it's not their problem that's my problem and i understand that and i think maybe like i don't know if she touched base like if she thinks it maybe like the fakeness of it all but like i said facebook kind of is the fake place of it all i think that's the one place you're allowed to be fake that's the one place you're allowed to pretend that y'all got your shit together and maybe your life isn't falling apart at that moment and people are at different stages of their lives like if like i said if you were to judge me back in high school if you were even to judge me four fucking years ago i'm a completely different person i've been through a lot of shit that I don't air out on Facebook. And I don't know if I ever will, you know, that's my own personal stuff. So if people are confiding in this person and she's kind of using that, or they're using that, let's say, as uh, to, uh, to judge, you know, that that hurts. You know, I understand maybe yeah. they need to be more honest with themselves and get themselves help. And maybe you want to help them. Um, but and maybe that's the case. And if that's the case, then send it in and let's talk about it. Maybe we can come up with a way to help them, right? Like maybe they've yeah, got some shit sure. going in in their lives. Um, but let's move on. Um, I think Mary, you got a submission for me. Do you got one? Yes. Yeah. So we have a spill the tea, which, (laughs) and I, we got this actually last night. So I haven't, it's a long one. I haven't read it. I haven't read the whole thing. So let me take a little, a little, and then I'm going to get into it. All right. Smoke break, smoke break. (laughs) All right. So, not sure if this qualifies as tea, but my newly single dating life in my mid-20s is nothing short of purely entertaining. I went on a date with a guy that I met on Hinge. He was hot, funny, super sweet, and successful. Honestly, one of the best first dates I've had since being single. So, we end up going back to his apartment to drink wine and hang out after. He mentioned that he was in the middle of moving and the apartment was going to be a little bit of a mess, but I didn't mind. I get there and we keep the good vibes going for about 15 minutes. The next thing I know, a roommate that I didn't know existed barges out of what I thought was a bathroom (laughs) or closet door. (laughs) The roommate looked exactly like Fat Josh Peck. (laughs) From fucking Drake and Josh. Josh Not only Josh Peck. (laughs) Oh, stop. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Okay. The roommate looked exactly like fat Josh Peck. He comes out to the living room where we're hanging out, stares at both of us, and is clearly very drunk. He screams. I don't feel good. I don't feel good. A fat Josh Peck screams, I don't feel good. Shut up. And runs into the man that I am there for, his bedroom, and starts, she says, hustling and bustling around. What? I'm just like envisioning. I'm just envisioning this right now. Like, hustling and bustling. In this man's room. bedroom. Oh. We both are just as equally confused. So my man's goes into the bedroom to check on this roommate he never mentioned to me. The next thing I know, they are arguing and yelling at each other. And then a stench comes into <gasps> the air. Wait. Wait, what? What? This man's roommate 
<gasps> don't tell me. Don't fucking tell me. No fucking Mary. Mary! No. Went into his bedroom. <laughs> sat on his laundry basket. And took a shit. <gasps> shit on his own clothes no or he shit on his roommate's on clothes dates. oh my dates. god he was hustling and bustling in the roommate's room in and then took a shit he was literally hustling and bustling to take a shit in his laundry basket oh my he fucking said- god that's she said, easily one of the funniest moments of my life. I felt bad for the guy I was there with because it was totally not his fault and he was great. <gasps> but ultimately, there was never a second date. Why? Baby, burn those clothes. No, I would, because I would literally be telling everybody this motherfucking story and that's why I couldn't be with him because I would literally would tell every single person I ever met in my life this fucking shit. <laughs> Oh my god, but it wasn't his fault. It's not. She must not have liked him that much, bitch. If she liked him that much, maybe she would have stuck around. Maybe he just was. I don't know. I don't know. He's literally hot, funny, sweet, and successful, but apparently not successful enough to not have a fucking fat Josh Peck ass fucking shit. You know what? Mary, though, but like if she were to date this guy, like she still would have to look at that motherfucker in the eye every time she saw him, and I couldn't do it. I'd be like, you can come over my house, babe, but we are not going over yours. Hell no, because next time it might be on my shit, and I'm not playing that. Oh, God, this poor girl. No, that's bad. Josh used to say in Drake and Josh, like, he would, Stop. like, have these little, like, phrases, like, <laughs> just picturing fucking Josh Peck, I don't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, please, please. Can you keep dating guys and then come like, tell us what happens. I don't know if you're still single, but can you just come and tell us all these dating stories? I I literally need a specific person in my life who dates around right now. I need her to let me tell some stories. Oh, please. I swear to God, some of the shit that she showed me from these men it's like what the fuck i mean i have my own i mean i have a couple if we have time like these men are the audacity y'all if you guys are listening babes if you ever need any advice on women dating please don't feel ashamed to send something in we will help you because we're not happy we're not satisfied Y'all, y'all need some input. You need some help, babies. And it's okay. Everyone needs help every now and then. Wait. <laughs> listen to this. Listen to this. What? I hope you can hear this. This is one thing that she's sent me. This is, like, somebody's hinge. Like, you can put sounds or, like, record you saying shit. Listen to this. When I was in Africa a couple months ago, I hired this random guy to print me fake medical What? You, what? That's on his dating profile? Yes! Is he, is he like, I'm a, is he a plug? 
Is he trying to get people to be like, I got it? Like, I was in Africa. Like, what? I hired this random guy to print me fake medical tests. Medical tests? Like Like a COVID test? I don't know. That's so vague, babe. Like, what kind of medical test are you talking about? Why can't you fly? Like, other than COVID, what other medical concerns? No, that's weird. Oh, my God. I swear. I think I saw a TikTok where someone put, like, a collage or, like, a competition of all these hinge. Okay, keep going. Let's hear this one. Hello. Isaac here. We're the same type of weird if you downloaded hinge just to use the voice memo thing. (laughs) 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 I'm so quirky and weird. Aren't I cute? Hello. (laughs) Isaac here. Oh geez, okay. Are you a weirdo? I'm so weird. I'm not I'm such a weird girl. <laughs> I'm a little quirky. I'm different. I'm different. <laughs> I'm not like those other girls. I'm not like the other guys on here. I'm different. <laughs> I'm a nice guy. Never. If you were a guy, please never say the phrase. I'm a nice guy, because then you will immediately, immediately get blocked. Immediately. Like, sir. Sir. (laughs) You got any more comments, Mayor? I think I might change the pace. All right, guys. Um, We're going to do a little trigger warning. Um, We got medical abortion, miscarriage, submission. And I definitely want to touch base on this, because um, I think this person's uh, voice deserves to be heard and her story. Um, It's very touching. So, um... I'm going to get in right into it. Hold on. Um, yeah. I do not have my cards. My cards. Oh, okay. So you get into it, okay? Okay, okay. You want to read? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. This is going to have a trigger warning. I don't know if it's the vibe y'all are going for. Okay, let me just skip that part because, baby girl, it, of course it is the vibe. You send us whatever you want. Okay. Um, I don't know what I'm looking for exactly, or just to vent to someone where I don't have to see the hurt in their eyes when I talk about it. I refer to him as fetus instead of baby because he was measuring eight weeks at the time his heart stopped. I figured medical terms would be a better listen. If you feel like the opposite, please feel free to tweak the language used. I trust y'all. We're actually going to keep it um, exactly how she was written as, oh my gosh, as she had written it. First week in January, my partner and I went to a first ultrasound appointment for a loved and cherished fetus. I'm going to say baby, because at that time, that was a baby. And uh, it definitely, you loved, loved that little. Oh, I'm so sorry. This really touches my heart reading this. Okay. Uh, Only to discover there was no heartbeat. To add another layer to the recovering and removal, it was a partial molar pregnancy. I, um... You want to touch on what a molar pregnancy is real quick, Mary, for our listeners? Because I actually did not know I had to Google it. So why don't you really quick? Like, it's basically there's too many chromosomes, right? I was heard it's kind of like a tumor that kind of like... Yeah, it's like non-viable pregnancy, basically. Pregnancy is not viable. Yeah, it's not a viable it's, pregnancy. It's not a viable pregnancy, basically, from the start. Because yes. Because there's there's too many of a certain like <clears throat> chromosome be- or like a yeah like a tumorous kind of thing we can go up the um, definition if you need it we can look that up but it's it's just 
a non-viable pregnancy from yes. the start. So exactly. That's all you really need to know. The baby wouldn't grow or yeah. anything like it wouldn't be viable. <clears throat> all right. So let me continue. Unfortunately, my body couldn't tell the fetus had died. So I needed to have a DNC to have it removed. I was having the same hellish pregnancy symptoms I'd been struggling with for weeks. Side effect of the molar, the hormones make the symptoms much worse and much more intense. While knowing I was carrying around a dead fetus, it was pure hell. My body shows early, coupled with effects of the molar, I looked very clearly pregnant. I felt pregnant, but I knew my baby was dead inside of me. I have an earthside daughter who before the last three plus years has desperately cried at least once a week for a baby brother or sister. And we had already bought all the big sister gear to tell her that afternoon. When my sister came over to watch our daughter while her, oh, I'm so sorry. When my sister came over to watch daughter while her and I had, oh my goodness, I am so sorry. I had the, my sister came over to watch our daughter while I had the surgery. She took the box home with her so I didn't have to look at it at all thankfully. Luckily, daughter hadn't noticed, just knows mommy had to have surgery to fix her uterus. We'll tell her the truth at some point, but honestly, I don't think I would have made it if I would have told her she should have had a baby brother on the way. Maybe that's selfish. It probably is, but she's still so young. Her teacher is currently pregnant, and I honestly didn't want her going to school saying something damaging to her teacher while trying to process what happened. I didn't want to have to explain to her teacher either, as I'm sure we'd get a phone call about if the daughter had brought it up in class. My doctor who did the surgery sent samples out to a couple different labs to figure out exactly what happened, and that's when it was confirmed the fetus had an extra set of chromosomes, 69 total, so it was doomed from the start. We also learned it was a little boy. To say it's been dark and hard these past few months is an understatement. It feels like I'm a shell walking around and I can't find joy in pretty much anything at this point. I feel like I've exhausted all of my friends' energy talking about this as most of them have had losses of their own and I can't help but feel bad even mentioning him in the situation. My partner hasn't been handling well either and I don't know how to help him. We're both so crushed. I don't know how to heal. So many people I love and respect are having little boys, and I can't shake the feelings of jealousy and anger that I can't have it when I should. Knowing I should be officially finding out he's a boy, picking out a name, planning a shower, I'm sad and my soul hurts. It took so long for it to finally happen. I don't know if I can go through that pain again. I fully believe his soul was sent to be a lesson for our souls, but I can't see it. I'm hopeful when I get to the summer land, they'll be there. I would love some kind of reading. I don't know what I'm expecting. Thank you for listening. Even if you don't share this on the podcast, I appreciate the chance to kind of talk to someone else about this all love and light. Thank you so much for submitting that, sweetie. I really, really, really hope that helped you write it out. And thank you for letting us share it with you. Yeah. That... I, I don't even have words because I don't know if anything really said. Well, I don't know how. I don't know. No, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm here for you. And I know what it's like to go through a miscarriage. And it's not fun at all. It's hard. And nothing anybody says can make it better. Like, there's nothing anybody could say. I mean, I heard, oh, it's 
that's like things happen and everything happens for a reason. I hate that. Everything happens for a reason and like, yeah, you know, that kind of thing. And it's like, yeah, but it's still shitty and I still am sad and it sucks. You have to, sorry, grieve that future that you looked forward to. You have to literally mourn somebody that you haven't even met. You literally have to, it's a, it's a death and you're literally mourning someone's death. And so maybe it's not as personal to others as it is to some, but that's okay. Not everyone has to experience the same pain to understand it or to like care. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I truly, I have not experienced, um, my mom has unfortunately, and just her talking about it, how traumatic it was. Um, I can only, I, I just want to say that you are more than welcome to write in any more times. If you ever want to feel the need to just vent or talk about it, um, we're here for you. And, uh, you know, you know exactly what decision you need, I feel like, to make. And if it's not now, maybe it's later. And if it's not later, later, maybe it's never. And maybe it's whatever you want it to be. There's no pressure, no timeline. You can take as much time as you need to heal. There is no timeline on healing. You cannot make it go quicker or you can't make it heal faster or make it better you know you'll be okay sometimes and sometimes you won't be okay once sometimes you'll think about it out of nowhere and you'll start to cry and that's okay and sometimes it's okay to be happy and it's okay not to think about it and you will get better and you it will it will be easier and it's okay that it's not right now um Mm -hmm. but just know that my heart goes out for you and uh much love much love um this person did say we could do a reading and they basically did you read that part at the end yes i did i did i read the whole entire thing she She asked for reading yes um so as emily was telling this submission this story I was shuffling my cards and pulling cards out and I was kind of thinking of like a past present future kind of aspect to this story since something kind of happened in her life and then now she's sitting with it and dealing with it but she wants to like see the big picture and see how she can come out of this and what's crazy is the first card that I pulled for past was the page of cups and on this card it's a girl and she is um like standing on a dock by the water and she's holding a cup and there's a little fish um poking its head out of the cup and They're both kind of, like, looking at each other, the girl and the fish, and she's holding it up at, like, eye level. And this card is basically something came into your life, um, and it was unexpected. And, like your situation, something happened to you. Someone was coming into your life, but something happened, and it was unexpected, and there's a lot of emotions there. And then the second card that came out was 10 of swords. And this is your present. This is what's happening now. And on this card, there is a girl and she's laying on the ground. 
Um, there's a dark, dark, like, background, and she has ten swords just kind of stabbed into her. <clears throat> and this card in this particular deck, this is the everything is fine card, even though the picture on this card is like, this person is obviously going through it. And are unwell they have 10 swords stabbing them in the back right now like they are at an all-time low yeah. but everything is fine you're going to overcome it um you have to grieve like emily said you have to grieve and go through it to be able to overcome it like you have to surrender to your emotions and let yourself go through it um, and that might be explaining this situation to your daughter somehow. That might be helpful for you to be able to process it fully, like being able to explain this situation to your daughter and then be able to finally process it fully and like sink in the feeling, um, and then the third card that I got, <clears throat> the third card I got was for the future, and that was the Ten of Cups. And in this, it's a family, and they are out in an open field by a house, and above them, it's like a rainbow of ten cups, like overflowing with love and happiness and joy. And I think that's the card that you need to, like, focus on and hope for for the future is just like completion and happiness and wholeness and um your life can it, it it can be bet it can get better and that's what you can just hope for you can grieve right now but hope that one day you can feel like whole again and yeah uh I'm sorry. I'm sorry, babe. That's so hard. That was a I just that was a beautiful reading, Mary. That was that was great. And I really hope that she uh, resonates with that. So before we get into our last um segment, I'm gonna read one more confess your sins, no judgment, just a little light laughter after a little bit of seriousness, and then we will go on to our this is funny. This was a little short one, but I thought it was cute to share. So it's our confess your sins, no judgment. I think I'm a little too comfortable with my husband because we were about to have sexy time, but I was hungry and the quickest thing to grab was garlic breadsticks. I ate it while we were having sex. Oh my God. We were I ate it while we were having sexy time, and he didn't care. I think we created a new Urban Dictionary sex act. Sex act. Girl, you know what? Much power to you. If you're hungry, you're hungry, but you want to get it on? You know what? That reminds me of that Grey's Anatomy episode. Well, maybe, kind of, where she was like, I'm hungry, I'm tired, and I need a shower, and she decided to do all three at the same time. Um, but let's just keep going. I just thought that was cute and funny, but I want to tell you guys about a new segment we are going to add at the end of our podcast. Yay. It is called 
hot topics. And what this basically is, is we're going to have a segment at the end where I'm going to ask our listeners a question. And you can also find the question on Spotify um, where you can type it in. You don't necessarily have to write us in on job form, but we would be very uh, grateful if you did um, answer the question. And the question is, can you be in love with two people at once? That is a question that has been weighing on my mind ever since watching all of these love reality shows like The Bachelor. And I think they were, I don't even remember what it's called. Someone's going to know. It's the one where there's like a millionaire and then there was a non-millionaire and the women didn't know. And then there's Love Island. So not Love Island. I'm lying. Blind is love. Love is blind. That's what I meant. Um, talking about that, I just meant like there are so many cases where there's like so two people they're in love with two people and i do like they keep saying i love the i understand you can love people for different reasons but can you truly love some people equally can you love like be in love with two people at once i do not think you can i think if you truly i think i don't know i i truly don't i guess maybe because i never have been in love with two people at once um but i think being in love is such a strong feeling you uh love because and you also love despite you know i always say that you know despite the bad things and when i think lust and love are two completely different things and i think people think on lust that is love and that's just not the case you can lust for two people fuck i want to fuck millions of people i'm sure but i'm just saying but you can't and i don't love them all Okay. Okay. In my life. So I vote yes. Okay. I didn't see that aspect. I literally have like multiple different sets of people in my life who are in a polyamorous lifestyle. And some of them are like a throuple where they're all with each other. And yeah, it's like equal. So it's like, how can people be polyamorous? I do see that. I do see that. Maybe because I'm putting my own personal, because I have my own jealousy issues. And that's why I've never been down. I've never been the one for a threesome. Like, I mean, maybe if I wasn't with that person, like, but I am very like, that's my person. And I cannot, you know, I just, I don't know. So maybe, you know what? That is a very good point that I did not think of. So I guess I was just, I, th- I think I'm maybe because I'm looking at more of the heterosexual like aspects oh, yeah, of it yeah. because you know what I mean? Like I said, the reality shows, because I, I keep thinking, I guess because you have to choose one person. Okay. So let's just say we're speaking strictly monogamy. Let's just say that part. Like you're one-on-one person. You have to choose between two people. I mean, so like I said, guys, Give me your opinions. That's what we're here. Let's talk about it. Send it in job form. Just write in hot topic question. Maybe we'll fill something out for you guys in the form to see if we can get a little thing. All right. We love you. Um, If we didn't get to you today, please, please, please write in. And uh, all right. Bye, guys. This is Emily. Bye. This is Mayor. Logging (laughs) off, taking my kids to school and shit. Bye. (laughs) 